four, three. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on tomorrow. it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Because I've never seen that. Fucking thing sucks. There's no words there. Fuck it. There's no, there's no words That's on it. immediately what the fuck is up everybody um i don't know what the fuck is up with twitch it keeps crashing every time we try to do this shit so i apologize but yeah what the fuck is up everybody if you can hear me in the chat room thumbs up um again sorry about the twitch i think it might try to reload itself and come back on uh, we shall see here shortly but uh looks like the youtube and twitch has been really fucking weird lately but uh, yeah, I apologize about that. Welcome everybody, Dark Horse uh, Live. Um, on the what on today's show, uh, normally we do something right off the bat, but I can't give anything away today because let's just put it this way: there's there's lawyers watching, and I'll just say this to the lawyers watching: fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Uh, if you want to sue me, sue me. I really don't fucking care. You can sue me. Uh, serve me at the fucking warehouse my office i'm there 10 to 6 every day don't come to the house there's fucking dogs here they bite um but yeah we'll get into this shit so what are we going to talk about today um a pretty fucked up story this shit's going to get heavy folks i'm not going to bullshit you i'm sure there's going to be some trolls in the chat um this is a public page i don't give a fuck i'm putting this out public on a public page anybody with an instagram account can come in here and watch this shit i don't really give a fuck um I don't, you know, I'm going to tell the fucking truth, and uh, if your ego is hurt by it, I don't really fucking care, um, but it's a story of uh, trolls, egos, lawsuits, blackmail, restraining orders, double crosses, and lies, and um, with that said, uh, <laughs> let's get fucking right to it, man. Uh, um, I'm going to start, basically, let's see, let's start, we'll bring in this here so it keeps me on track. Okay, so where does the story fucking begin? <laughs> I'm going to start at the very, very fucking beginning so we can tell the entire fucking truth, the whole fucking truth. And as far as, you know, anybody in the chat or whatever, I'm not going to look at it right now. 
Uh, I'm just going to tell this shit. If this thing goes long, we'll do it again. I'll do another live back to back to back. And when I'm done telling this story, I'm going to sit on this motherfucker and we're going to do an AMA. And you can ask me any fucking thing you want to ask me because I don't really, I'm not scared of shit. Go ahead and ask me. I'm just going to tell this fucking story, tell this truth. Um, all right, let's get this fucking thing started. Maybe. All right, some names have been changed in this uh, story or redacted to prevent more lawsuits, more restraining orders, and uh, to protect the people that are basically not involved in this shit. Um, so uh, just so you know, the names um, have been changed, a lot of this shit. All right, this is the truth. There are parts of this story that make me look fucking bad and several others involved. Um, the truth will always come out in the end, no matter what. Truth always comes out in the end. For me to tell this story is very painful. It's embarrassing. It's emotional. I have a knot in my stomach as I sit here right now about to tell this fucking story. Um, I'm going to set the record straight as the, the hundreds of lies have been told by some desperate people, egomaniacs, fucking fanboys, general gossip queens. Eagles will be hurt. I don't give a fuck. Stop lying. Stop snitching. I don't fucking care. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so the idea... Becoming the Dana White of weed. You can fucking make fun of me now. I don't give a fuck. In my mind in business, either you're moving forward or you're moving backwards. So as I started, you know, my, my business, and I went all over the country doing trade shows and whatnot, um, I, uh, I met all the breeders. And as I met all the breeders, it kind of occurred to me, like, there's talent everywhere. And this talent isn't available in, like, a legal state or in these legal markets or in dispensaries or whatever. So I thought, what the fuck? Maybe I can go get the talent and get them to sign and release their genetics through through us, through the state. And uh, I was like, you know, in my, in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to be a version of Dana White of weed. You know, if you don't have, you know, whatever you think about Dana fucking White, whatever, dude. If you don't have any, like, heroes or whatever about that guy, he took $2 million, turned it into $4 billion. So I'm paying attention. And it's like, how, how, do we, how do we take all of the talent that's out here in the pool? And, and if I approach these people and I say, hey, you know, come work with us. I'm going to need your mail or something. A lot of times breeders are like, fuck no. And I figure I have a better chance approaching these guys to put them into the system. They don't have a million dollars. Usually they work out of their couch or wherever the fuck, out of their basements. And they're not, they don't have the ability to be in a dispensary in Colorado or other places that we work. We're, we work worldwide. So I was thinking, you know, let's, let's see if we can't facilitate putting these people in, in these shops or whatever. But um, with that said, let me keep it rolling. So one of the first signings that we do is uh, Gorilla Glue. And um, the idea is we're going to put out some Gorilla Glue seeds and a little bit of flour in the shop or whatever. And uh, Gorilla Glue is, um, you know, a huge strain. We signed half a dozen others. I'm not going to talk about them in this video. You know, there's, there's no need for me to bring them up. They're great people and everything was, is fine with them. Um, but Gorilla Glue is one of the first people we signed. Now, I need to explain how where I am in my workload so it, you know dark horse genetics at this time has a shop in la um i have a shop in uh pueblo colorado it's not a shop it's a it's a farm in pueblo colorado that i'm, I'm running uh, i have uh four licenses in denver colorado mip lab um i've got uh, actually eight licenses if you count city and state so there's eight licenses in the city of denver we've got the operation in spain and uh, franchise and franchisee in seattle so my typical day is something like you know, jump on a fucking airplane at 8 in the morning, fly to L.A., get there by 10, get to the shop by 11, work all day till 7, catch a plane home by 9, get home by 11, uh, wake up the next day, drive two hours to, to Pueblo, 
Um, I drive a fucking Hummer for some stupid reason, and it's like a hundred dollars or hundred something twenty gas to get all the way down there. It's a two-hour commute. It's funny to me that you know, generally at this time period, my commute is anything from two hours to fly a plane to L.A. or two hours to drive to a farm in Pueblo. So either way, I'm commuting two fucking hours. But my point to this is, I'm fucking all over the place. I've, I'm waking up in a different place every fucking day. So you know, I'm running a company here. So the idea of the Dana White of weed bullshit, I have a guy working with me to help me sign people. You know, I'm not, I don't have the ability to, to fucking talk to everybody at all times. I'm fucking busy. So GG wants to change the plan. Um, they want to do FEMS. I understand it. I mean, I get it. They, they want to hit the market hot with FEMS. Um, the, they don't want their mails fucking used on everything or whatever. And I'll be honest, like I, th when we did this program, I thought we were going to do Gorilla Glue regulars. And I thought we were going to back cross it four or five times and, uh, you know, work on trying to release a somewhat stable GG. And I considered it a pretty big, lofty project. And I was excited to do it. Um, as I started like getting into this and they changed their mind to FEMS, I, you know, I'm not a huge fucking FEM guy. I don't really love FEMS. I've messed around with it a little bit, but I'm not an expert in FEMS. Certainly I'm not going to say that. So I was a little bit like, fuck, where do we go from here? So I was like, I can either do this myself, which again, I have limited experience. Um, I know how to do it, but generally in my experience making FEMS, like I'm only going to get a few hundred seeds. Um, and, uh, you know, there's the other option, which is I've got friends everywhere and maybe I can find someone that wants to take this project on. I'm fucking busy as hell. I'm making my own shit. I got everything else going on. I really don't give a fuck about this project that much. It's just, to me, this is a placeholder I'm trying to help GG strains out a little bit. I'm, you know, trying to get their seed to market and, uh, Essentially, where, where we decided to go from here is um, Crate Genetics. So Crate Genetics enters into this picture. Crate ran my store in L.A. Um, is a good dude. I, for the most part, I got to say, I, you know, I liked him. My friend, um, he hit me up right around the time that this was happening. We decided to close the L.A. store. I got a private phone call from the sheriff in Los Angeles and LAPD. And he says, you know, we're coming to raid your store if you don't shut down in 10 days or whatever because Prop D's around now. I'm not playing with that bullshit. So I had to, um, um, you know, shut her down pretty much immediately or whatever. But that puts Create Genetics out of a job. And, he, you know, he hits me up and he's like, dude, I'm, I'm not doing that well. I need, you know, I need a project or I need to get something going financially. So I think to myself, like, fuck it. I've got this Gorilla Glue project. Why don't I throw it to him? Um, so we throw it to him. And um, this is important. The reason I bring this up is because when I gave this deal to him, I went to a lawyer and I said, draft up this, this agreement. You know, I'm going to, he, he mentioned that he'll do the project, but he needs $10,000 or so roughly to, uh, you know, some equipment to pay the bills for three months to get if the crops seeded. There's not really much you can do until the seeds sell. So it's, it's a bit of a risk to make a seed crop. And I understand that. And I'm like, all right, you know, we'll give you 10 grand. So I had the lawyer draft up a document. And uh, he comes down and meets me in Vegas. I take him to the UFC. We go see a John Jones fight. We have a good night. And I put 10 racks in his hand. And I have him sign the contract. Send him back on his way. Well, it wasn't long after that that I didn't hear a fucking word out of the dude. He just ghosted me. Straight ghosted me. To this day, I haven't talked to him. Um, I, you know, it, it, it made me look bad to GG. Because when I went to GG, I was like, I don't know what's going on with the guy that I, you know, I'm working with to produce the seed. Um, he's not returning calls. I gave him 10 grand. Uh, let me figure out what the fuck's going on. So I go, I go back to the attorneys and I'm like, listen, um, you know, you, you need to go back and get this money or we need to do something about this because this guy just disappeared on me. And they essentially tell me there's nothing that I can do because it's, um, you know, in a different state across state line where I'd have to sue in a different state. Um, you can't sue for cannabis. 
you just can't sue for weed shit. And I look at these guys, I'm like, why the fuck would you draft a document that is unenforceable? So you're telling me, and you charge me two, three thousand dollars to draft a fucking document, and then I turn it in, and I come to you for help with it, and you say it's unenforceable. So you know, fuck you, lawyers. It's a bunch of bullshit. You can't do shit with cannabis, um, cannabis lawsuits. It's different if you're in a, a legal state and you're a legal entity, and you're suing another dispensary, you're suing another dispensary. There's a potential case there. But when you talk about federal lawsuits and stuff, I mean, generally it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, you can't you can't really do fuck all with it. But uh, so that was a learning lesson. Like, why the fuck spend money on contracts? All right. Enter in Jerry, the Jerry fuckboy McGuire of weed and his golden boy, Uncle Fester. So the deal with this is um, there is no contract. I'm not going to do a fucking contract. I just learned my lesson. Why waste fucking money? Let's just put it on an email chain. If we put it on a fucking email chain, then uh, everyone can see, copy everybody on it keep everyone to their word and let's just fucking roll through an email chain. Why waste the fucking money on, on lawyers? Here's the email chain. There's several, there's several, several emails, but this is one that I want to bring up. I want to see if I can bring this up bigger on the screen. Maybe not. One sec. There we go. I'm sure you guys can see that or not. But here, let's read this. Happy Friday, all. First batch of GG4C to have arrived from the distributor. So I'm starting the email thread with everybody involved for the best communication and transparency. A list of who's who. Jason from Dark Horse. Uh, I got to redact this. Blank from GG Strains. Um, blank, again, the producer of the seed. Blank, the distributor of the seed and, our, and you know, the vendor. Questions and responses. So here we are talking about uh, how quickly can we do this. Please provide uh, photos, provide text. Also... In the, in the, see if I get my cursor where you guys can see where I am. So right here it says, also please meet blank. This is the this is the, the Uncle Fester here. Uh, you should speak separately about getting your seeds into the network. So we try to, you know, hook them up with, a, you know, distributor also on top of this project. Um, we, we ask that, uh, you know, the, the Uncle Fester here sends us his logo so that, you know, we can add it to the pack. We also say, please circulate any text you would like considered for the packaging. He says, we use this thread so everyone knows what's happening. Please have any photos of the GG4S1s um, that you'd like to include on the packaging. See, we're asking for the photo right here. How would you like it presented? Um, you know, this is my guy, Mitch, who wrote this. Mitch is the guy who put all this together. I don't know Uncle Fester. I've never met Uncle Fester. I don't fucking know him at all. But uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire is the one that kind of, you know, was pumping him up as like a good guy, blah, blah. And after my fuckery with Crate Genetics, I was like, all right, well, you know, hey, Mitch, do you know this guy? Go go see if he wants to do this. And he agrees to do it. So here we are. Here's the email. Here's what we're talking about. Now, what happens next? Gorilla Glue gets into a lawsuit with the, with the tape company, the corporation. This tape company, it, you know, they're a massive fucking company. They're suing them in federal court for every gram of Gorilla Glue weed ever sold in any fucking dispensary. It's a massive fucking lawsuit. And to Gigi's credit, they viewed this as we're going to stick up for the entire fucking industry. They probably could have rolled over real easy and kind of got out of it, but they, they fought them. And they were like, fuck this. You don't own, you know, the word grill glue. We use the example Dove soap. There's Dove chocolates. There's Dove soap. There's, you know, there's, just because the name is the same doesn't necessarily mean it's fucking your product. But, grill, you know, and there is a lot about lawsuits and, you know, trademark infringement, all that shit. I think it's pretty stupid to use a strain name that, you know, can you can you can get caught up in this shit for or whatever. But anyway, GG comes knocking and they're, you know, uh, sorry, uh, Gorilla Glue, 
uh, glue tape company comes knocking and they're fucking serious. They're suing in federal court. They're suing in Ohio. They're not even suing in the same state as these people. And the way this came to be, just so you know, is the, the GG Strains group started selling T-shirts. And somebody from the corporation bought a T-shirt online and that was a trademark infringement. And from there, they, started, they tried to sue these guys for hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars. It's a big fucking deal. Um, so understand what happens here with this lawsuit and how this changes the story. So now money's scarce. There literally is no money. Like, GG can't handle all of this. They're not a huge company. They're a startup. Like, they can't handle all of this, this lawsuit action. Um, so with that said, they kind of come to me and they're like, dude, when we have a batch of seed ready, we're going to get ready to move them to our vendors. Um, you know, can we use your packaging? Or, you know, and this is a crucial point where I did not think about this too much. I was just like, fuck it, you're broke. You need to get those out there. Let's put them out. I don't really give a fuck. Put them out. You know, get them out. Get, get the thing rolling. Um, and that's that's how it became in my packaging. And I'm going to be totally fucking honest with you guys. I thought that, like, fuck it. I'm not really making much money on this fucking deal. It's a placeholder for me. I'll be honest. I don't know the exact percentages, like, off the top of my head right now. But I want to say it was, like, 60-something percent to Uncle Fester, like, 30 or something to GG and like 10 to us or something like when you talk about selling at like three or four dollars a fucking seed wholesale it's 10 cents or some shit a seed it's, it's fucking nothing I don't fucking care but anyway put the seed out help yourself out you got this lawsuit going like I'm all, all too happy to fucking help you first drop goes well it sells out in like 20 fucking minutes worldwide and it was like damn we really have something here like this this could be you know a pretty interesting project that you know is pretty lucrative for all involved so after the first drop, <laughs> this is where things just immediately get fuckery, like right off the fucking bat. Um, so Uncle Fester here hits up Mitch and he starts threatening him with violence, saying that he needs he needs to get paid within 24 fucking hours. And uh, there was a, a I really hate to even fucking say this, but it says there was a, a suicide attempt in his family and he needs to get back to a seminar on the East Coast where he's speaking. He has no money. Give me fucking $10,000 right now, threatening fucking beating people up and shit. And I was just like, damn, that's pretty fucking heavy, dude. You know, come to find out this family member was two or three years old. I don't know how a two-year-old tries to kill themselves. It was a fucking lie, but whatever. Uh, threatens violence. He's not paid 10 k in 24 hours. The terms of how we did this shit was like a 30 to 60-day turnaround as far as, you know, when you were going to get paid. Um so he comes immediately asking to get paid immediately. It's not the fucking deal. It's not the fucking deal. But whatever, dude. I go into my fucking safe. I go into my tax folder and my, my little file that has, or my little uh, account that has all my tax money in it. I pull out $10,000. I haven't even fucking been paid on any of this stuff, you know? But I'll, I'll front it. Fuck it. I'll give it to you. Fuck you. Here's your money. Whatever. But I did meet with this guy at this time. This is the first time I ever met this fucking guy because I had to go out to the mall where he was on his way out to the seminar bullshit or out at the plane and i meet him and i tell him look dude i don't know where the fuck you know you're from but you're not threatening my employees you're not threatening anybody i don't do business like this get your shit together here's your fucking money and he's all too eager to get that fucking ten thousand dollar check he doesn't give a fuck about anything just give me the money it's like a broke little bitch and we give him the money you know Next batch goes fine. He respects the terms, waits for his fucking payment. You know what I mean? And all's well, you know? Um, third batch. Here's where all hell breaks loose. This is where the story starts to get fucking juicy. So. Jerry Fuckboy McGuire is the strain police. And I gotta, I gotta go backwards here a little bit because 
you know, I, I'm on the seed bank. I'm one of the first three or four people on the seed bank uh, with uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire seed bank. And uh, things are going well. The dude, the uh, the dude hits me up one though one time though, and he, after I sent him a drop of seeds, my lemon drop, my lemon line that we bred for hash, and he and he hits me up and he goes, dude, I'm really sorry, man, but I can't sell this stuff. I'm like, what? And he's like, ah, it's 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 too close to other people's work, and you didn't use an original mail, and you know this is this is exotic 2.0. I'm looking at him like, what the fuck are you talking about? But all right, dude, just just I'll take that back and we'll move it on. But you're strain policing me, telling me what you know I'm allowed to sell, what I can't sell, all the other shit, which was new to me. But I was like, all right, cool. You know, you don't want to take them, no big fucking deal. But it's important to to add this part to the fucking story because. I was told, you know, what I can and can't make and can't can't produce and sell. Um, Mitch, my guy, uh, leaves to go to Incredibles, he, the pipe company, not the edible company, the pipe company. Uh, he's the CEO of Incredibles. He's one of the founders. Super dope fucking pipe, you know. Check out the Incredibles if you don't fucking know. I love Mitch. I spelled it wrong. It should be B-O-W-L, not Incredibles. Incredibles. But, uh, yeah, it's part spelled that wrong. All right, so let's get into this. This is where the fuckery really starts happening. So I'm contacted by uh, GG Strains about Uncle Fester selling GG4S1s on Jerry uh, Fuckboy McGuire's site. And I'm like, okay. You know, I still, you know, Mitch is still handling all this shit for the most part for me up until this point. So I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck's going on? And uh, I just, you know, he says, this is from Ross. He says, from GG Strains. He says, Jason. Mitch, I hope somebody can explain to this to me. It's upsetting the fact that this guy's making seeds for Dark Horse Genetics exclusive, setting up pre-sales at $16.33 a seed on the side using our certified genetics. I also see he's made crosses, which is calling critical glue. Ross. And I'm going, hmm, what the fuck, you know? Um, but no problem. I call up uh, Uncle Fester. And... Uh, <laughs> This guy's so fucking such an egomaniac. I call him up and I, you know, I text, actually I text him. I say, yo, dude, GG does not want you selling those seeds over there. Like, you know, hit me up. And of course he starts texting me back. I'm in a fucking meeting and this is just this guy's mentality. He's like, uh, get out of your fucking meeting and call me. It's like, okay, dude, like I'm just going to walk out of this fucking meeting so I can call you right now. Like the world stops for fucking you, but whatever you say, boss. Uh, you know, and then of course when I don't respond to him, it's good, good luck making seeds. Bye, Felicia. I don't fucking care. I tell him, Jesus Christ, give me five minutes to save your attitude. Your problems with GG strains. See, this is why I'm. This is where I fuck up. I'm trying to be the Dana White of weed, right? So now I'm in the middle. I'm like, okay, you want to do this, and GG doesn't want you to do this, and I, you know, I got Mitch fucking running all this. I'm fucking busy. Let me try to figure out what the fuck's actually going on here. So my next call is to uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire, the gold standard, and I tell him, like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? You can't do this. You know, like, you cannot do this. And he says, uh, let me smoke on it, dude. So I, you know, I hang up with him and I, I make a mistake here. And I say, all right, well, I hit him up and I give him the number to uh, Josie Wells. I'm like, call him up, dude. Call Josie Wells up and tell him why you're ripping him the fuck off. And, uh, you know, Josie Wells is a dying man. He's on dialysis every fucking, you know, week or day or whatever. This dude is not doing that well. And it's just like, you get, so you're just ripping off this dying fucking dude. You go talk to him and you tell him why you're fucking doing it. What happens? Jerry Fuckboy McGuire, the gold standard, decided he would offer them money to cut me out. Where's the proof of that? Well, let's fucking take a look. I've talked to Ross. I'll discontinue selling the 
Uncle Fester version of GG4S1s. Ross says no amount of money is sufficient from blank and wants to honor his contract with you. I'll kindly need you to erase all slanderous posts about myself and my company from IG and Facebook and social media outlets, as well as retract the statement that blank is not a bad place. We personally didn't have anything to do or dog in this fight at all. Really? Really? So Mr. Strain Police decides that he's off his morals now and now he's going to offer money to fucking just sell the fucking shit, you know, even though I have an exclusive contract, but it's cool. Whatever, bro. All right, man. Getting fucking sad just looking at this right here. Ross. One of the most solid motherfucking people I've ever fucking met in my life. Straight the fuck up. This dude. Ross and Gigi are solid fucking partners. Man, I'm getting teary. They don't they don't fuck people over. They hold their word. They're legit. They they got this call and they were like we're not fucking doing that are you out of your fucking mind um you know ross died recently this dude kept me from doing this dude kept me from fucking up this dude is a legend and uh <clears throat> uh right here ross died of the flu of complications um but uh I just think this quote is amazing. The industry lost one of its last straight shooters. This is Kat from GG, Director of Operations. Um, he was an honest, honest man. And he makes me and it makes me sad that he is the one that has to go. We've got some big shoes to fill. I fucking love you, Ross. You're the fucking man. I'm gonna pause for a second. I'm gonna light this joint and tribute to Ross. I'm gonna take 10, 15 seconds of a moment of silence. Because Ross was a fucking real one, man. And I miss you, bro. <clears throat> All right, let's continue the story. So, um, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire lies and uh, takes pre orders. Sells them with Uncle Fester. They put them out. Um, this is the proof of that. World's Stronger Strains bought them. Um, here he's talking about, you know, where he bought them, the website. I have to redact it. Um, he's talking about, uh, you know, here's the link to the, the place that you bought it. This proves to me that this dude lied to me. He told us that he would take this, this, the seeds down, not sell the pre-orders. Here's a fucking lie. He just lied. You're just a fucking liar. I don't know what else to fucking say. You're a liar. So I demand to be taken off the site immediately. I'm not fucking around with these people. I don't fucking do this shit. I'm, you know, say what you want, but I'm not, I don't play with fucking nonsense fuckery, man. Like, get me the fuck out of here. So I'm out, you know. I demand that you take me off your fucking site or the, or those fake GG or, the, or those, I shouldn't say fake, or those unauthorized GGCs that you're, that you're selling or whatever. And then, you know, it, I, so we, I'm off the site. Whatever. I don't give a fuck, man. I'm happy to go. I don't want to be there, but let's be clear. So I agreed to buy back my stock. I'm like, look, dude, like, fucking take me off now. I don't want to be on your fucking website at all, point blank, period. I don't fuck with you people. So let's agree to terms to buy back my stock. I get 30 days to buy back my stock. Uh, what happens next? Interesting. We go to Hawaii at a trade show a week later. Jerry Fuckboy McGuire comes up to me and starts talking shit about why are you here? 
why are you here? You're supposed to be buying these seeds back and shit. I was like, we have 30 fucking days to buy the seeds. It's a week later. I'm here to make some fucking money and chill in Hawaii. Shut the fuck up and go sit in your booth and fucking be happy you're here. Legit. Like, shut the fuck up. And uh, what happens the very next morning? My packs are $28 on the website. Classy. Super classy. So, you know, we're playing games now. Now, you want to play games? I'm down to play games. Uh, very next day. I could build a website one fuck a day, motherfucker. Greedblanknow.com. I put this shit out. <laughs> and I put some seeds up on there. And I'm like, I'm just not going to fuck around with these people. I don't care. I'm better than this. I'll fucking do this. You want to play games? Let's play games. This is where we have to tell the truth of the story. So on that third drop, when things get fucked up, when I take this phone call with a guy, I, I didn't preface this, but when I took that phone call with the dude, I literally picked up the phone and told him like, yo, what's up? You can't do this. And he fucking starts going ham on me about he's a seed God and he can do whatever he fucking wants. And uh, I just fucking laughed. I was like, a fucking seed God? I told him, point blank, your ego's out of fucking control, bro. And I hung up the phone. I'm just not fucking with that guy. Uh, and then I called, G or then I called, um, um, like I say, the uh, fuck boy or whatever and tried to sort it out. But they don't, they're not going to fucking play ball, so whatever. Um, but now, now this, again, this is where I had to tell the fucking truth, man. This is um, not all parts of the story make us look good, make me look good, make all my partners look good. It's the fucking truth, though. So what happens here is Gigi is under immense fucking pressure from the lawsuit. I mean, they got like $40,000 fucking bills and shit, man. Like, it, the, the lawyers are watching the seed drops in anticipation of their fucking paychecks so they can continue this lawsuit. As I said before, if you think Gigi is stupid or whatever, they in their mind, they were doing this for the community. They didn't want fucking this to be a precedent where they could fucking storm roll all over cannabis, you know, and every strain is all tied up in lawsuits now or whatever. Maybe they shouldn't have fucking done it. Maybe they should have just rolled over and took a settlement right away and walked, but they fought them and they didn't have any fucking money and this shit happens. So it's just like, okay. Um, so here's a double cross and it's really not a double cross, but uh, it's more of a honor your fucking deal cross, which is, uh, you know, I don't, I won't fuck with uncle fester. I straight up told him, I was like, I'm fucking done. And I call GG and I'm like, fucking walk away. This dude is a fucking psychopath. Walk the fuck away now. They're, you know, they're, they're in such fucking financial turmoil with this lawsuit and lawyers drawn down their fucking necks that they decided to make a, a decision that, you know, I actually don't fucking blame them. So they tell, you know, Uncle Fester, like, fuck it, you know, just uh, go ahead and push the seeds over and um, we'll... Uh, I assume they told us that we're going to authorize you as GG or some shit. All they really want to do is get the seeds over to the distributor so that they would be put out. And, the, you know, then they call me back and they say, Jason, we're not, you know, cutting you out. We're not fucking you over. What we're going to do is we're going to do the exact same process that we always do. When the money comes through, it goes to you. You disperse it how, it, how it's supposed to go. And uh, that's that's the way we're going to fucking do it. Then we're going to cut ties. They made a fucking that decision in the sense that they were they made that decision under immense pressure. Do I think they made a shitty decision? A little bit. It was probably the wrong decision. Absolutely. But at the same time, I can understand where the fuck they're coming from. You, if, you, if you haven't been in a federal fucking lawsuit, it's intense, guys. And if you need money to you know, keep the thing rolling, you know, fuck it. 
double cross that fucking piece of shit and then we'll put them out and uh we'll literally I st we'll still pay them no one said we're not gonna pay them it's exact even cut so it's not really a double cross it's just fucking fuck this piece of shit uh here's here's something interesting uh, we gotta talk about this real fast so you know uh uncle fester starts bragging that he has the contract at this time <laughs> and uh, he's telling people all over the place you know i'm the official breeder of gg and i make the seeds and um here's my buddy quack 604 dark horse bought the seeds and pawned them off for me as their own uh, you know to be clear i never had any purchase orders i never bought any fucking seeds off anybody i made suggestions of how much you should make nobody got paid up front what the fuck are you talking about and then i'm bringing in matt ride over here so this is a part where i gotta be honest i fucking you know, I look bad in this, but this is where my, my mind was. And the only reason I add this in here is to tell the 100% honest fucking truth is I hit up Matt Riot and I told him this exact fucking thing that was going down because he was asking. And I was like, yeah, you know, they're trying to cut me out. And um, what they don't know is Mike is sending me all the money from the drop. And if he wants to share, I'm going to make him kiss my feet on camera. And Mitty tried to jack me, give him the blank K check. And then, he, you know, and if he can put his ego in check and kiss my fucking feet, then, uh, you know, I'll give it to him. Am I wrong here? Hundred fucking percent, I'm wrong, but I'm fucking pissed. And uh, <laughs> funny thing happens though. Before, like three days later, uh, Gigi won't pick up the phone and answer fucking Uncle Fester, and he wants to be declared the the sole leader or the sole breeder of gg and the man in charge and blah 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 they're not gonna give him that shit um <laughs> so th three days later you know rather than my setup or whatever i'm gonna fuck this piece of shit and make him fucking kiss my feet and admit that he's a fucking snake uh this happens he decides to fucking burn the house down he goes on the internet and says that all the seeds are fake that uh, he's been buying all the seeds from me and or that i buy all the seeds from him and pass them out and uh you know he's it's a manipulation job but then he says there's there first he said let's see let's get this straight i'll make sure i get this straight first he says that the the seeds are fake online then he says it's a different strain like a few days later he's trying to say that he used one of his different crosses i can't say it. i'll say the last part of that cross is sunset so he says that all of a sudden now it's sunset the blank sunset it's like whatever bro okay but then now the next day they go back to real so oh, the real seeds again now. <laughs> okay, awesome. What the fuck ever, dude? You've totally burned yourself. But uh, start your slander campaign. Um, here we look at where he literally thinks he looks good. I think this is amazing. But here he says, their sales by saying they have fake seeds. I doubt it. You know, this is a guy saying that I doubt that, you know, we're trying to... People thought that fucking Uncle Fester and I were literally trying to, like, create some sort of marketing gimmick here with this shit <laughs> fucking by why saying we have fake seeds on the market or some dumb shit but uh yeah here here's uh uncle fester that would be too elaborate right almost like i would have to be manipulating them because after gg apologizes only i look good here right oh yeah you, you look real good dude so after this dude goes ham all over the fucking internet i'm just like <laughs> this is fucking a joke how am i doing as the dana white of weed now <laughs> real fucking good right uh so uh, you know this is a this is a lie i don't want to say a lie but this is this is a a look behind the seed business here um so i dig into this shit i'm going what the fuck you know uh you want to slander all this shit all over the fucking internet so i come to him and i'm like listen dude you know knock it the fuck off 
Um, we're just going to squash this shit. I'm literally going to, we agree to put up a, you know, let's, let's just say uncle Fester tells me that he was talking to Mitch and he had permission to do this, just to move these seeds elsewhere. And I'm going, the fuck you did. No way. I'm copied on all emails. I've seen fucking everything. So I'm saying, let me see the email. See, I have the email. I have, I'll show you. I have the email. Let me see the fucking email. You know, I don't see the email yet. He says he's got it. Says it sent to me in the morning. I'm like, whatever, dude. Let's take this trash off the fucking internet. So I, I concoct an apology. It's orchestrated by me from both sides. And we put this fucking apology out on the internet. And I just think this apology is fucking so rich. Yeah. So um, here's my apology that I put up. Let's see if I can get this to cooperate. Sometimes you got to man up and squash the dumb shit. After talking with blank tonight... We have agreed that this thing was one giant miscommunication and should never been allowed to take place in the public. Dark Horse and myself, Jason, I apologize to all who witnessed it and GG strains. Let's be good to people and put it in the past. <laughs> this is bullshit because there isn't a giant miscommunication. But um, either way, I'm you know I'm essentially trying to make this thing fucking go away. But uh, yeah, here we go over here, and this is uh, Uncle Fester's fucking apology. Let's see if I can. How loud they scream when he falls. Yet silence in his unspectacular redemption. So you, you feel redeemed, do you? You're redeemed? So there's no redemption without contrition. My private business will stay just that in the future private. After going back over our contract, there's no fucking contract, liar. There never was a contract. It's a fucking email. Uh, D.H. Jason realized there was a big miscommunication about a particular section. Oh, a section of this contract? I don't, I don't, okay, let's talk about this section of the contract. This misunderstanding led to quite a bunch of dominoes I pushed over, but it didn't need to be. Sorry about being unprofessional. You can go to Dark Horse and GG, so we've all made nice. An apology will be coming tomorrow from GG. <laughs> and uh, what's funny about this is right down here, he says, uh, I'm funny. That's how I have to serve it, or it'll seem fake. So it's like, I don't know if you guys know who Sanjaya is. Sanjaya was a dude on American Idol that fucking was a sociology major. And uh, he created a character that he thought that all of America would love. And that way that, you know, it was a, it was a thesis project for his college. He never wanted to be on like a real singer. He just wanted to go on American Idol for his thesis. And when he put all this shit out, he became a huge fucking star because he was able to appeal to young kids and adults and um you know fucking everybody gays fucking uh little everybody loved this fucking guy right so it, it's funny to me that this dude thinks that he could create like an image and he's controlling his image here and he has to he has to be a dick he has to serve it up like a fucking you know a funny little fucker otherwise people won't believe him right like whatever dude shut the fuck up man this shit's ridiculous so let's enter in quack my favorite fuckboy. All right. So, enter Quack. So I tell the truth to Quack because for some reason Quack wants to like insert himself in the middle of all this shit. I don't know this fucking guy, but he really inserts himself in the middle of all of this GG drama between Uncle Fester and myself and gets his fucking rocks off about it and shit. But he hits me up and I tell him the fucking truth. Um, I'm just like, listen, bro. Like, straight here's the fucking truth and uh he shares all that information in the dm with uh jerry fuckboy mcguire who serves me with legal docs the very next day or not the very next day but very shortly after uh for organized crime and he, and he doesn't cl he claims that he doesn't know why anyone's mad at him as he did nothing he goes on the dude grow show and lies about it this is a uh, jerry fuckboy uh, mcguire i'm talking about here 
And uh, I take down uh, Greed Blank now because that's part of his fucking lawsuit bullshit or whatever. But let's take a look at it. Oh, just real quick. So I was in Spain when this shit happened. This is my dog. Man, I miss you, little, little dude. Uh, I came home from Spain and my front gate was fucking open and Blue Apron guys showed up and dropped off a package, left the gate open. I didn't even order Blue Apron. Fuck Blue Apron. I'll never order Blue Apron. You fucking delivered shit to the wrong fucking house, left my gate open. I came home from Spain and my dog was gone and I never seen him. Never seen him again. I've been looking for this fucking dude for two years. I'm pretty sure he got hit by a car. But uh, I scoured the fucking neighborhood for three, four, five fucking days, passing out flyers, walking up and down highways. I look for this fucking dude everywhere. And, you know, my dog is essentially dead. And I'm, I'm, I'm gutted, man. I'm fucking gutted. The very next fucking day. I go into the warehouse just to check in real quick. And uh, there's a dude, like, hiding behind the bushes, jumps out real fast, serves me up with these papers. <laughs> this is fucking sweet. He's like, okay. So uh, here's, the, here's the, the legal documents, but let's go a little deeper on what it says, actually. Uh, right here. So this is, this is the beef of it, huh? Colorado Organized Crime and Control Act. Uh, you serve me with this shit. Uh, how about this down here? A pattern of racketeering activ activity. So now we're in organized crime, racketeering, and uh, criminal extortion. Okay, it's cute. Why? Because I make a fucking website after you're full of shit. That's cute. But where's the where's the evidence or the beef on this? Like where where does this even come from? Oh my goodness, what the fuck do we have here? Uh oh. Quack six oh four. You're in this legal document, buddy. Why are you in this legal document, man? Okay. So this is me in a DM to Quack. This is what I told him. <laughs> you know? Blank tried to fuck me or tried to offer me uh, or offer money to cut me out of my deal. You know, they made an agreement to let me buy back stock in 30 days and broke their word three times and sold my gear at 50, then $28 to devalue it and fuck with me. You know, he's starting to call the cops on me twice and he's threatening to call the cops on his customers. They charge back. And, uh, you know, he's been caught multiple times. Blank. What are you a fucking idiot or you just work for them now on that one that I blanked out at the end? I'm not so sure that's hundred percent accurate. I don't have the evidence. So I'm not going to, you know, bring that up right now. But um, I just think it's interesting <laughs> that uh, exactly what I wrote in a DM shows up in a, in a, a legal document served to me at my warehouse. Uh, later, it was an agreement to buy back after he was caught trying to cut me out. He broke that agreement. Hasn't even been 30 days. Never got an invoice. Nobody asked me to give that shit back for free. Two, no way did we give that ass clown rights. We agreed not to sell anything. We agreed to refund the pre-orders, not to sell the GG4S1s. He lied, sent them out a week later, put GG4 back up on the site without a word to us. It's happened, man. Two times now. Why he stopped selling, oh, I can't, that's the thing. I, I'm not going to talk about that little brief section right there. But uh, this is what I'm talking about right here, fact five. When you're selling at a trade show next to a guy and he's a bitter bitch, you wake up in Hawaii for your gear at $28 so people won't buy you bribe from you at a trade show use your brain it's clearly clump, scum shit that he pulled so this is me trying to appeal to this dude like use your fucking brain dude but of course he's just gonna you know where, where do we go from here i'll show this real quick this is a little bit out of order but uh oh, damn sorry my fucking pinch finger mouse thing ain't working that great all right, so I just love this. Oh, geez, this is uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire. Oh, geez, I asked myself, how does it concern me? It's a Dark Horse and uh, Uncle Fester thing. 
It's not like GG is special. And I must have six other crosses on the site at least. We never gave a fuck about crosses. We never gave a fuck about crosses. It was S1. And you know you're wrong with the S1 shit. Come on, bro. Gold standard. And then here at the bottom. So how am I involved? I don't even know. Sounds like someone's really mad at someone else and deflecting on me. Well, we won't choose sides. We won't allow the bully tech to take GG off or my brand off. No, no, Jerry, fuck Boy McGuire. Don't tell them about how you offered to cut them out or cut me out or, you know, try to fuck me over there. Make sure that doesn't get out. You know, why would it? I don't know why they're mad at me. Yeah. Why are we mad at you? I don't know why we're mad at you. Shut the fuck up, man. So I let Quack know that I know he's a snitch and the slander memes start. So uh, <laughs> uh, Uncle Fester and uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire work with Quack to slander me everywhere they can. And here is the hits. Let's take a look at some of the hits. This is fucking great stuff. When your name holds no weight in the cannabis industry and no one listens to your rants. Uh, I, I become Pony Boy now. Bye-bye, Pony Boy. Um, yep, uh, they're all rats, I tell you. I swear. So you better get out in front of it, right? You know, when you know that you're fucking actually in legal documents and your name's in there, get in front of it. I'm telling. Dark Rat Genetics. <laughs> fucking dark rat genetics i'm telling more of the same but he goes really hard on the offensive so when jason dark horse calls someone for being a rat and then rats on him like shut you know shut the fuck up and it says what what do i say here that i'm ratting on people oh, let's take a look go steal more clones from a denver dispo you claim you made go choke out more people at the blank go steal more glue and banner and dosi and skittles you're a fucking fraud fuck you and your fanboys who thinks this shit's acceptable on any level so, uh, yeah, I never said I was a nice guy. I just said, fucking, I don't put up with bullshit, man. Oh, my career's gone. Oh, damn, career's gone. That sucks. Oh, here we go, Dick. You, Dick, you got the dark snitch genetics on there. You got a rat for the logo, Dick in the fanboy's mouth. Uh, just one thing I'd like to point out here, this guy, Jeff Cassetta, this is the social media worker for um, uh, Jerry Fuckboy McGuire. So he's doing his job. He's earning his money. You know, you got that fucking slander campaign going hard. Got to got to attack the gear, right? So how do you breed Bruce Banner with two females and have male female seeds? I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. We don't, it, dude. Doesn't make any sense. We, we whatever, bro. We use fucking <laughs> one male, and yeah, I can't even. My head hurts on this. This is fucking stupid. Make sure you attack the gear, right? You got to attack the gear. So uh, Bruce Banner, find a picture of Herms and make sure you throw it up in there. You got to find a picture of Herm, call it Bruce Banner. Make sure you put and tag my head grower in the bottom there so that everyone knows that, you know, he grew it. And then a dark snitch logo. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, it's Me Too time. You got to join the Me Too movement. Me Too's popping off. So uh, let's get the fucking Me Too going. Um, yeah, when picture of Jason Ponyboy beating his ex-girlfriend. So here's a picture of a horse kicking the shit out of some girl. That's cute. Your favorite cancer is Dark Horse Genetics, but you know he's better at beating women, right? Uh, dark Snitch Genetics. I, oh, okay. So I'll address it. I fucking never touched a woman in my life. Um, cool. What the fuck ever, man. Keep trying. Zero percent interest. Yeah, that's cute. I like this one, though. This is probably the best one they did. It was all right. How to Breed Cannabis by Dark Snitch Genetics by Jason Hulk. Have... Uncle Fester do it. It's cute. <laughs> so let's look at this here real quick, though. Cole Higgins. 
That's quack. It's not his real last name. Trust me, we'll get to that later. Cole Higgins. Yeah, you're uh, you're a piece of shit, buddy, but it's cool. You got him working on all sides. TSK, this is two from the C Company. Massive piece of shit. I could do a whole fucking show on you, but we'll save that for later. And this guy, he's dying. Jody Vukas. If you go to episode three, when I talk about Bruce Banner and the fuckery and the half million dollar fucking robbery and all that other bullshit and the scam, um, Jody Vukas is the guy who took that product out of the warehouse and gave it to the dude. So, you know, scumbags will fucking flock together. I think there's a little bit more up here. What am I missing up here? Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. Who cares about that bullshit? About five minutes left on this live. We will come right back. I don't give a fuck. We're about halfway through. So um, if you're with me and this goes out in a few minutes, we're going to reload the fucker in five minutes. So, yeah, they like to say that I'm a rat, I guess, because they think every Instagram page that ever got taken down ever from all this, you know, weed Instagram stuff that gets taken down, it's got to be me on the Instagram all day long. It's like, dude, I'll tell you guys right now, I don't even run my own fucking Instagram. I have a guy run my Instagram. I'm not on it. I've never flagged a post in my fucking life. Whatever, dude. Shut the fuck up with this. It's fucking annoying. Okay, here we go. Ponyboy Genetics fucking shitting out seeds. 100% triple hay. That's cute. That's not even good. These memes are trash. So I guess I'm gay here now. Let's see. Um, hi, I'm Jason Hulk. I used to be somebody in the cannabis industry. Can I do something strange for a little bit of change? <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, cool. You're, you're really getting me, bro. You're getting me. All right, uh, am I Scar? No, you're not Scar. You're pathetic. Like, you're fucking pathetic, but uh, it's cool. I know the truth about you, bro. We just showed the people the truth about you. So whatever you want to say, man. Yeah, you're Scar. You really fucking did me in. This one I like a lot just because it's, uh, it's just super classy. Here's Quack here. Is there a phone, num uh, phone number for bounty hunters who give their prey AIDS? Classy. Real classy. Classy guy. So now things get heavy. Um, Uncle Fester starts threatening me with the cops, basically. MMBD, private investigators. Jerry Fuckboy McGuire sends me the exact same message. I call it snitching via proxy because these two little fuckboys are talking to each other and typing up their little fucking threatening shit and then sharing it with each other and both sending me the same messages and laughing on it and shit. Are you fucking kidding me? Fucking joke. But let's take a look at him. Oh, I'm coming for you. This is uh, Uncle Fester. I'll be waiting at the grow with the med. Bitch ass snitch, you're so fucked. Hey little girl, I want to chat. This is um, my response. Uncle Fester, eat a dick. Call the cops, the med, the IRS, your big brother. I don't give a fuck, you narc fuck. Thanks for more screenshot gold, you moron. Call me a bitch ass snitch while snitching on me? Like, real genius. These guys aren't fucking super smart, I'll tell you that right now. Here's from Jerry Fuckboy McGuire. You want a war, you got one. I'll see you Saturday, snitch. I'm going public with all your dirt. Well, it's amazing what a f private investigator can find out about a person. Your legal business, I have taken clones out of four times with no badge. I'm going to the med. So this is from Uncle Fester, but he sent it to Jerry Fuckboy McGuire, who then sends it to me. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous, dude. Um, but yeah, I want to speak on this no badge coming into my warehouse or whatever the fuck you're talking about, my OPC. Never been in my fucking OPC, you moron. Not a fucking chance. Certainly never been in my OPC. Why the fuck would we ever let you in my OPC? Um, we met you in a fucking parking lot and gave you a clone out of a trunk of a car. Um, tell me one thing inside my warehouse if you've been inside of it. What kind of lights do I use? What, uh, what kind of soil do we, or nutrients do we run? 
How, you know, how many rooms do I have in there? What color is the floor? What will we paint the doors? You don't know a fucking thing about the inside of my facility. So stop with the fucking horse shit. You'll find this a lot when you get legal. People try to fucking threaten you with going to the cops about your legal business. But uh, whatever, dude, we run a legal ship. That business is totally tight and legal. I don't really give a fuck what you want to try. You can try. But uh, yeah, fuck Jerry, fuck Boy McGuire here is, you know, threatening to snitch. Is I even tell him, you think I'm so stupid as to do anything out of my OPC on cam? Like, <laughs> no, you fucking moron. So here's where we get DMs with mind-blowing truths on Uncle Fester from random people. All of a sudden, it just starts coming in. Uh, people want to know who the fucking, uh, you know, this person is. Uh, we're about to go there. So I think I'm going to reset this live, and uh, we'll come right back. So give me about two, three minutes, and we're going to tell the conclusion to this story. I think I can get in in the last hour. So uh, part two, coming up, conclusion of this completely fucked up story. It gets much more heavier, folks, much more heavier. So come, we're coming right back. All right. I'm sure it'll start filling back in as they see we're back live, but uh, we're going to pick it right back up again, folks. So as we get these DMs that show up because, you know, people are seeing these fucking memes and shit and they're just not having it. So the DMs kind of explode. And what do we get from the DMs? Let's take a look. This is a background report on Uncle Fester that showed up out of nowhere, which was pretty fucking revealing. I'd like to see here what we have here. Homicide, second degree felony, uh, cruelty to animals. There's a, there's a big one. Uh, we've got uh, assault charges, felony menacing, a drugging a victim. Make sure you notice that guilty right there. It's definitely guilty. Um, obstructing justice, stalking, um, violation of conditions of the bond, uh, protection order violation, um, stalking, emotional distress, uh, contempt of court. Uh, it just goes on and on and on and on. It's fucking amazing and ridiculous all in the same time. So we find out who the fuck this person is, and we're just like, holy fuck, dude. Like, who do we get in bed with? Like, how the fuck did this person even <laughs> come in our radar? But it's like, all right, so we dig in a little bit in the history of this guy. Who the fuck is this guy? Um, I try to figure out who he is. And uh, <laughs> in the DMs, uh, well, I shouldn't say in the DMs. Uh, first of all, we find out that he's a poker player. So, so bluffing is, you know, part of the game here. Uh, he's a psychology major from the East Coast. Um, when he first comes to Colorado, he, he starts a stick-up crew. Uh, I can't talk about this in detail because the person who hit, told me about all of this um, is terrified and does not want anything of their name or anything told about this, so I can't provide the proof. But uh, I'll just say this much. I believe him. Um, it, it was him. He came in. He tied everybody up with his crew, took all the shit, and took off. Um, then he starts at a dispensary in, in uh, like, 20, 30 miles south, or I'm sorry, uh, 20 minutes south of my shop or whatever. He didn't start it. He was just somehow affiliated with it or whatever. But I remember going in this shop, Major's Kiss, and when we walked in the shop, this dude sitting back behind the counter tells us that all the breeders in Europe come to him to buy their clones. And we should buy his clones from him because all, you know, everybody from Europe comes to Cincy Seeds, Serious Seeds, all those guys. He knows them and they come buy their clones from him. I just walked out of that fucking place laughing. It's funny because I bumped into Uncle Fester like three or four times in my life and didn't really realize I was talking to him or bumped into him. But uh, yeah, then he goes into a warehouse situation 
with uh, kind of the, the shock of marriages we talked about before on this uh, podcast and the dispensaries or whatever. But he changes the locks overnight on a really well-known grower. I'm not going to mention his name. And uh, that's where the uh, blank sunset comes from. It's just a rename of something that he stole on, a, on, on changing the locks on a warehouse. Um, then he works at a hydro shop after he gets kicked out of there because of the background. You're not allowed to work there anymore. So he starts working at this hydro shop, which is a consignment shop. And I remember selling all my gear when we changed out our lights. I went in and sold like 50 pounds or I'm sorry, 50 lights. And we went in there. I, was, I remember dealing with him on consignment. I was like, dude, this dude in here is a fucking creeper like a weirdo um but yeah then he starts working with sweet leaf the very first strain this dude ever makes ever is a uh, gamma kush bruce banner crosses so you started your, your whole career fucking biting my shit coming in uh you put them out through sweet leaf sweet leaf just to real quick was shut down not that long ago for being part of a looping scandal um the you know the person that uh Uncle Fester worked with there was the directly responsible for the looping scandal. And whenever all the people got in trouble there and went to jail, Uncle Fester said that all of the employees who talked were rats and um, for ratting on their owners, <laughs> which I find hilarious. So when you ask your employees to do illegal shit, if they talk, you're the rats. That's whistleblowing. Like they whistleblowed on your ass for a fuck. Like you expect them to go to jail? They make like $9 a fucking hour or $12 an hour or whatever the fuck. And dude, it was probably one of the lower moments I've ever seen. I was just like, all right, that's, that's one one idea, I guess. But um, this here is a, a video. I can't play it. I was asked not to play it. Um, this video is of uh, Uncle Fester attacking a guy after he worked at this facility briefly. He didn't work there. He was a consultant. And he showed up and all of his genetics were Herman in there. So rather than, uh, you know, be a man about it, he fucking decided to try to choke this kid out. Really wish I could push play here, folks, but I can't. Uncle Fester and Quack come out to say that all of this information is photoshopped. And they say that, uh, but then they say it's true because he only, he, it's only happened because he was growing. The thing about that is there's no charges of growing in there. It, is, it has nothing to do with growing. Let me read this real quick. It says, bring that court to proof, son. You're, you'll need it, especially because you're too stupid to read the papers. Never charge anything you said. Lever slandals mon monumental. And yes, I said I called the cops on you when you threatened my family. <laughs> I threatened your family? When did, when did that happen? Okay. But uh, sure, whatever you say, boss. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you in court over and over about three summons so far and you and your friends. I truly wish you knew how fucked you are already. It's just like goes on. Let me see. Well, I truly wish you, uh, you think everyone's having to hit me up with my threats and saying I'm going to narc on two different seed banks, emails, texts, pictures of me doing cocaine. Weird fucking YouTube video I put up. Uh, criminal extortion case being filed against me. The lawyers are fucking ruthless. Pictures of me doing cocaine. Thing is, I've never done cocaine in my life, bro, so I know you're lying. I don't do coke. I don't put powders up my nose. The only thing you're ever going to catch me doing, smoking a little bit of weed, maybe a little DMT, mushroom cap. That's it. Don't give a fuck. Never do cocaine. If you see me previously on this show sniffling a lot or wiping my nose all the time, because when I smoke good fucking weed, my fucking nose runs. That's it. I'll just address that real fast. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's interesting that he's, you know, he admits that he calls the cops on us, but he says he only did it when I threatened his family, but there's no evidence I've ever threatened his family. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about with that one, but here we go. Is this shit getting stupid enough for you? Are you tired of this shit yet? How am I doing as Dana White of weed now? <laughs> so how the Hulk angry comes out because, you know, uh, well, why did he do the Hulk angry? Let's see. Cause he tells us let's hear. Here's the deal. Last time I'm addressing the issue. Jason Hulk is angry because he doesn't know how to make seeds. 
I made his seats for him, including a GG4. He proudly says he made it. He literally couldn't figure out how to make them, so I made them for him. I refused to sell his seats anymore a couple of years ago, and here we are. He even used my GG4 pick from Instagram off the packs. This is slander. It isn't true. He was incapable of making his seeds, hired me to fill the orders. He's not an actual breeder. Them's the facts. So because he narked on me and my distribution company, I decided to make Jason Hulk angry. Yes, his name is Jason Hulk, and thank him for the thousands of packs that we're giving away simply to troll him. So you make a fake Bruce Banner, you call it an IBL, you slap it out and you give it away. Fucking, there was plenty of sites that fuck with you on this one. A few I like to mention, uh, Canada Seeds. Uh, get seeds right here. Um, bike, fucking piece of shit. You're the one that fucking, what would you sell? 2,000 packs at what, $10 shipping, give it out for free. So uh, a few thousand dollars you put in the old pocket there. You fucking piece of shit, bro. Um, completely. Um, simply souvenirs. They fucking were all too happy to fucking pass that shit out. If you're another breeder in a seed bank, is all too happy to take, you know, another breeder that, I mean, simply souvenirs sold my shit. <laughs> and then they simply they were like yeah we'll we'll fucking take that free shit to try to you know destroy the dude or whatever we'll pass it out for free why would you ever fuck with a seed bank if they're all too happy to fucking pass out a fucking free s1 of someone else's work what fucking classy fucking weed guardians family tree yeah you guys did it too real classy so here we go brilliant you released all these free packs supply and demand the value of packs plummet due to the massive influx of banner seeds from you so funny and smart and here's Uncle Fester. That sounds like predatory pricing. It's not illegal, so maybe. Quack's loving it. You know, Quack always loves it. Um, you know, you think you're the first person to try to fucking screw me over on Bruce Banner? All shit like this does is make it more popular. The only thing is, is you just fucking put out a Fugazi version, so whatever. But, like, I'm tired of the fakes, but thanks for promoting the fuck out of a strain. Whatever, dude. Cool. It's kind of backfired. I like this one. The people own the strain now, bitch. <laughs> It's cool. Very classy. Yeah. This is interesting. I threw this in here because this dude almost nails it on that fucking button. So Ted for shiz or whatever. This all started because um, Uncle Fester was running a femline for Dark Horse under contract and like a turd put Grill Glue 4 instead of GG4, putting all parties in an illegal area. You can call it Grill Glue. You can't call it Grill and submit it. And he didn't submit anything he wanted on packaging, like his name or company by the due date expressed. And Uncle Fester comes in here and says, not even close. What the fuck's up with this? 100% made up. Uh, you little gossip girls in your sewing circles or whatever. Like, really? Because this is almost 100% on the money. It wasn't about the name so much, but this is a factory. You're not allowed to call it Gorilla Glue. And, uh, you know, Uncle Fester still continues to do that to this day, putting people in jeopardy. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was not exactly the name, but this is 100% true. Uh, you didn't submit any information by the dates that we wanted to do. You agreed to put it out in the Dark Horse pack because no one had any money to make new packs for GG. So um, this guy knew what the actual truth was. But yeah, make sure you get get that covered up there, Uncle Fester. So, again, this whole story doesn't make me look good. Um, this is a part of the story where I... I fuck up the most because, you know, you're trying to troll me. You're trying to destroy my company. You're trying to pass out free shit. You made a thousand slander memes just nonstop. And, you know, I kind of just like fucking had enough. And uh, I gave him exactly what he wanted. I slipped and I gave him what he wanted. I shouldn't even say slipped because fuck it. But at the same time, you know, this is what he wanted me to do. And I gave it to him. So I 
pretty much said, you better not be fucking with this Hulk angry IBL and rip me the fuck off. That's not going to fly with me. Don't get in this fight. I'm just letting you know I'm probably going to go to jail with this motherfucker. You should stay clear. I shouldn't have to ask you to allow this horseshit to happen. But if you, uh, but if it's for sale, you can expect me to go to war because I'm not, I'm, I'm done asking and playing games. If you sell stolen genetics in mine, there will be trouble. It's not necessarily stolen as much as it is fake because you didn't have Gigi or I'm sorry, Bruce Banner 5 or whatever the fuck you made with your two S1s into the same shit to make a IBL in six months or whatever the fuck. One thing about this is a lot of seed banks wouldn't touch it because they knew it was fucking totally fake. But uh, with that said, this isn't a good look for me. I'm not proud of this, but I did. I did do this and I have to put this into this story because, you know, I did fucking give him what he wanted here and basically told him, you know, fuck you. Um, <laughs> this is where, you know, it gets a little bit heavier. And Quack, Quack's always in this. Quack's in every fucking part of this. So uh, here we go. Canada Seeds, a super, super douche. Says, uh, his reckoning has begun. This is uh, Uncle Fester. His reckoning has begun. He's receiving the first of six summons. I'm serving him two retraining. It means restraining. Two restraining orders. Why the fuck would you get two restraining orders? You only need one. Okay. Some slander, libel, and RICO Act extortion, civil that pertains to social media. 10 to 32 years that the DA got this evidence, but we're not handing it over. And look at my man here, Burning Sage Farms. That's snitching, fam. It certainly is. I could put up the fucking document, but why even put up the document when the dude's telling us right here in social media that he's doing it and he's proud of it? So, and then he goes a little further because he wants to get dirt on everybody that, you know, I know. So he's, just, he's asking the community, hey, community, um, Everyone screenshot these DMs and send them to me. Uh, and BK Roller gets served this week too. Jason already violated the order. The warrant goes out Monday morning. So this dude's issuing warrants now, right? So this is when the restraining order is active. I get served with a restraining order. Uh, right before Indo Expo, um, the idea is to keep me away from Indo Expo, uh, which I think is kind of funny. But uh, I also think it's funny that this dude, you know, <laughs> talks about like he's got a warrant or something. Like, you got a warrant? How the fuck do you get a warrant, dude? Okay, whatever. This is funny, too, because the restraining order goes out or whatever, but this also goes up, and he's talking about, uh, buddy, don't you worry about it. He literally ran away from me the one time I got upset. He left his car there and everything. Pretty funny. Anyway, the lawyers will take care of this because I'm an adult. I did offer to box him for charity, and I would wear a pink singlet and a femme symbol. He did not say yes. Uh, what? We, Okay. So you, you, I left my car and I ran away from you? When did that happen? Because I met you one time at the mall and I had one phone conversation with you. But that's cute, you know. Um, yeah, you offered to box me for charity? I don't recall that. And I definitely don't recall saying no to you. But I will say this, BK Roller here, who you're, you're trying to uh, get information on and want to serve him and blah, blah, blah. He wanted to hit you with a two-piece and, and some fries. And uh, asked you to go to the gym and said, you know, sign up, bro. Um, come down, sign the waiver. Let's do it. And uh, you said your collarbone hurt and you couldn't do it. So that's too bad. It's too bad. Here's the, uh, the, the restraining order. It's been redacted, obviously, but this is the resolution of it. Uh, we enter into an agreement. We get the lawyers going. Now it's $300 an hour after he hits me with this shit. Uh, how long do you think that settlement lasted, guys? Ten fucking days. Cost, I don't know, ten grand to go through the lawyers. Ten days later, he violates it. So this dude, after, so we'll tie all this together here to make it make sense. So after he gets a restraining order, uh, something goes down at Indo Expo where 
uh, his table is flipped over. And of course, there's me talking about, you know, don't fuck with this guy. And if you fuck with this guy, I did even say this. I got to be clear. I said, like, you know, I'm going to come fucking take packs. If I see these packs on on shell or on uh, tables at, at, at uh, trade shows, I'm taking them because it's fucking unauthorized bullshit, fake bullshit. Like, I'm, I'll take them. I don't give a fuck. Stop me. And uh, it's not the smartest thing to fucking say, but it also plays right into what he needs. So he goes to Indo Expo and uh, I don't go. I got the restraining order and shit. I literally didn't go. I think I went on like Sunday. The restraining order had been dropped just before, but I went on Sunday for like walk through it for like 15 minutes and left. But um, somebody decides to, f to uh, flip your table over. Um, I know exactly who it is. Not on my payroll. And uh, he was uh, proud of himself for doing it. And I was, you know, I, I set him straight. I gave it to him straight. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This shit doesn't help me. Like, does not fucking help me. Obviously, all that's going to do is make this dude go to the internet and say that fucking he was robbed or whatever. Fucking, of course he does. He goes and says he was robbed. <laughs> Somebody robbed me at the trade show. Again, I need some sympathy. So you're the only guy in the history of trade shows that leaves your merchandise in the booth huh overnight and that's how you got robbed you didn't take it with you when you left <laughs> fucking lie you fucking idiot of course you took your stock with you and you left of course nothing was stolen but it's exactly what you needed and then you step it up a little bit further because then you go into the fake hate crime shit you get on the social media and you say that somebody spray painted a swastika in your front fucking yard and uh yeah you get you know it's real anti-semitic at this point you see the evolution of shit from fucking lawyers or uh, lawsuits to fucking it, it just it keeps getting more intense and more bullshit more bullshit every step of the fucking way but uh yeah let's uh, uh within 10 days uh well i said do you know who jesse smoliet is remember the dude who fucking claimed that uh you know he he was he was attacked or he was a victim of a hate crime and all the rest of the shit this dude is nothing different than a fucking jesse smoliet or whatever he literally made a fake hate crime posted it on the internet about himself for fucking sympathy you know, and, uh, amazing, amazing that this shit's flying. But uh, he violates the settlement in 10 days by, you know, posting all kinds of shit, saying my name and my company and that, you know, we, we robbed him and everything else. Just fucking stupid. But uh, here we go with the million dollar challenge. I love this. It's truly disgusting. I'd have to hurt this animal or I'd have to address this. <laughs> I'd never hurt an animal. That's a lie by Jason Hulk of Dark Horse Genetics. I'll see you in court, Jason. The truth always comes out, and you're so very, very fucked when it does. One million to anyone who can tell me what court charged me. Uh, really, the truth does always come out, my friend. And uh, boom. Golden. The city of Golden. Uh, 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 cruelty to animals. You can make that check uh, by way of, you don't have a fucking million dollars anyway, you dumb fuck, LLC. So shut the fuck up already. Do I stop playing Dana White now? You would think I would. After all of this fucking fucker, you'd think I'd be done trying to fucking, you know, play the Dana White of weed. I've clearly failed. But uh, I do have like six or seven other people that I'm fucking with that, you know, give me no problems at all. It's been no problem. Um, but no, I'll tell you the answer right now. No, my guy brings me a new breeder that he wants to work with in the system and uh, says, you know, let's, let's work with Colt Classics. And... Um, <laughs> Quote Classics enters into his contract. Again, it's not a real contract. It's fucking something that we we write out and we make him sign price points on it. None of this shit's fucking enforceable in courts. Uh, we make his drop. It's very limited drop. It's a few packs. It's, you know, within three weeks into this deal, this dude flips the fuck out. So 
<laughs> here we go round two dana white weed shit's fucking up already uh three weeks uh into the deal he starts you know making psycho phone calls posting fucking you know that the seeds that that are fake and we ripped them off and he starts calling every fucking dispo that you know there's only three or four of me sold seeds to and telling them that i own money and that i'm a piece of shit and he's making bud tenders cry and he just it, it, immediately i'm like fuck no drop this shit we're done like i'm not doing this shit round two um but let's take a look at who marcus is this is a uh, cult classics aka captain america um when you uh when you show a screenshot of somebody you know I, i'd like to include the phone number that way we know who the fuck it is i did redact it so you guys can't fuck with them but at the same time it's just like anybody could put a name on the top of this and we'll get we'll show you a little bit of that later when it comes up but uh, here's some here's some of the hits. Marcus is fucking. I'm in the green. He's in the the gray. He's talking about you know. I'm telling him I didn't do shit to you. We're making some money. Like <laughs> we paid you twice. And he's, he's gonna keep, you're gonna beat my ass. I was like, keep running your mouth, bro. You're gonna want to pay for all this after I ruin your reputation and destroy your fucking face. You're a scammer. My grandfather was the CEO of Disney. Oh shit, man. Who the fuck cares? Who the fuck cares? Are you serious? Who the fuck gives a fuck your dad, your granddaddy was Disney? I don't give a fuck. All right, let's continue it though. Uh, you know you are, cause when you look in the mirror, you can see the dirt. Right, here I am frustrated, but I tell him, I'm not gonna beat your ass and lose my million dollar business. I don't go down to your level, dude. I don't try to trash my business partners. Um, grow up, it's not my call anyway on some of this, this, this ordeal. And, uh, but now that I see you really are, I wouldn't work with them in a million years. Take care of fuck off because I'm not going to use the cops. You're going to pay. You're going to be turning to dust. I like this part here because this, I want to highlight on the stream. If you don't pay, we're going to make your family members pay. Make my family pay. Trust me. After we harass the shit or shoot out of your family, you're going to be looking like a child. You're going to harass my family. Um, wake up. I got lawyers. Every establishment, dark horse, anything you get letters and calls. You did good job. Um, you're going to, whatever, like I said, keep it up. Keep, you know, you think your lawyer's going to help you when you're threatening violence and shit. I'm not, you're not going to be intimidated by it. You can try it, but you, with all you want, but your lawyers aren't going to help you when you're harassing and threatening violence. It just doesn't work that way. But, uh, rather than, uh, um, tell you about it, let's just hear about it. So we get 300 missed calls a day from this fucking psychopath for this short stretch. The dude just loses his absolute fucking mind, but let's take a listen to who Marcus is. Just look in the mirror, man. You know it's true. Look at yourself. You know you're a skull. Every single time you see yourself, you can see the fucking loser that you are. You know it. You can take fucking soap. That won't wash it off. You can't even bleach the shit off, bro. You know you're trash. And I'm fucking way better than you. Anybody who looks at me knows that. You're just a fucking trash head, loser. Think you're fucking tougher than everybody. I'm Mr. MMA. We're gonna boo. I am a tough guy. I'm gonna kick your teeth out, huh? Let me tell you one thing. You have no fucking clue who I'm connected to. And you're throwing a party in fucking Tony Clifton's town. We're gonna crash your fucking party. We're gonna make a fool of you. Yep, we're breaking in, Tony fucking Clifton. 
I'll just pause so you guys can laugh your fucking ass off. Are you fucking kidding me right now? But yeah, let's let's keep it up. It's gonna hurt really fucking bad. You're gonna be crying. You're gonna be crying for fucking mercy. But it won't come because you know why? You're a fucking piece of shit. When somebody looks at you, they can tell you're a piece of shit. When they put me next to you, they can see one genuine, perfect person versus a piece of shit trash. And that's you because you're a fucking trash head. Okay. These are voicemails. We got, I got hundreds of them, dudes. I wish I could play them all for you, but uh, these are my favorites. See you in Vegas, pussy. So he's you won't to... be able to do shit. You know why? Because you're a piece of shit. So he's trying to like, he's talking about the 100K Grand Prix and he wants to come to Vegas and I don't know, make a fool out of me. Good luck, dude. But well, so what was this all about? Like, seriously, this dude just went insane, right? What was it all about? How much, how much is on the line for this serious, serious beef we're talking about? 1900 fucking dollars dudes it's 1900 fucking dollars the agreement was um i believe quarterly so you're supposed to get paid out quarterly and uh three weeks in this is what we deal with <laughs> 1900 fucking dollars there's your money dude we paid you you can shut the fuck up about you never got paid and all your other nonsense lies you've been telling so now we get into some blackmail 100k grand prix Cult Classics uh, makes fake screenshots with Quack. So this is supposed to be me. And uh, these guys put this out. Uh, it's very clear to me that, you know, who did it is Quack. They're trying to say that my contest is rigged or whatever. And this is me. I'm just busy. And can you come out on the 10th? And yeah, why? I need to give you an award. I'll give you 10K. All the flights are paid for. What would I be doing? Uh, not enough sign up for my event, so you'll go to win so I don't have to come out of pocket for it um really if you're gonna you know how easy this is to fake all you have to do is you know get a burner type in Jason as the contact and text yourself and make a fake conversation between yourself put my fucking phone number on there if you want to say this is real I don't give a fuck man put my number on there but uh no this thing is fucking ridiculous and uh I, you know the guy who won I don't fucking know him thank god uh whatever dude Good luck trying to say the contest was rigged because it's on YouTube. It's streamed live. That was the whole point. I, I was expecting some bullshit from you fuckers. And, of course, you didn't fucking didn't disappoint. Uh, here we talk about some little terrorist action. So Cult Classics begins talking about um, vendors are terrorists and shit. And my vendors are terrorists. And, you know, just, I don't even know why or where to go from here. But uh, let's just take a look. Oh, shit, that's the wrong thing. We're going to go back here. I guess I'll stay on this while I explain this. So I really don't know why he's doing this. But uh, here we go. Honestly, dude, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I've heard about this guy that he's a coke fiend, rips everyone off he does business with. And here's Quack. Oh, tell me about these white label ter and the terrorists. Quack needs to know. Quack and Marcus got to be friends here, cult classics. they they got to be buddies. Um, so now, you know. Quack's asking, or uh, Marcus is asking, did you get take screenshots of the judges? Hit my DM. Why are you trying to take screenshots of the judges? Um, what's up, Marcus? This got back to us that this is some ass-backwards fucking blackmail plot, but the thing is, is 
it's on fucking YouTube, you moron. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, everybody's on YouTube. So why do you need pictures of people? Like, you make more thousands of slander fucking trash memes? Like, you guys need to grow the fuck up. You guys really need to grow the fuck up. I'm almost done with this shit, guys. So I, I, I appreciate you hanging out. And I will uh, I will wrap this up briefly. But and there is there is an interesting reveal or a bombshell, if you will, coming at the end of this, in my opinion. Uh, we got to do an honorable mention scumbag real fast. Uh, honorable mention scumbag, Ryan the Kid. This is an email from Ryan the Kid. Ryan the Kid used to be on the Dunn Show and uh, he worked in my facility. He came to me as a, first he showed up as a pizza driver. And he, all he wanted was two foot of counter space to make rosin, bro. I just need two feet of counter space to make rosin, bro. And it's just like, okay, well, you know, we'll let you make rosin within my facility. Um, you fucking sucked at your business and you didn't make it. And um, I remember doing a cup with you or you entered into a cup and I went down there with you. And uh, another well-known chain here won. And uh, you stood up and started screaming booing. And I've never seen someone boo like someone who beat them like at a show before or at a, an event before i just had to like turn around and walk away it's like holy shit man like that's <laughs> whatever that's pretty fucking stupid um but uh ryan the kid so we throw him out of the warehouse after he gets real lippy and mouthy um he's got a lease he break he can't afford to you know make his payments on his lease he wants to uh essentially the way it ended was he kind of started making demands and said, well, I'm just going to go to the med then. And I was like, go to the med? So I threw his ass out in the back of the warehouse, and we almost had it out right then and there. He said, go to the med. You didn't say about calling the cops. But uh, let's read this email because I love this email. I'm sending this email since all the forms of communication have been shut off. This is right when I threw him out of the warehouse. One thing about stories about this, when you provide the proof, it all goes together. It makes perfect sense. You can put it all together and tail to tell where you can see all of it, and it all makes perfect fucking sense. But... Um, I'm, uh, all communications have been so I'll start with, I'm sorry about the threat I made regarding any illegal activity. We all know I'd never do that in now or ever for that matter. And when uh, one is into a corner and threatened with thousands of dollars, instinct and survival come out. So again, I apologize for making that threat. I've been doing this off the grid for a decade now too, and cops never help solve shit. Again, I'm deeply apologize for that part of that conversation. I'll send another email tomorrow once we've calmed down a bit to see if there's a chance we can amicably fix this. You know, bottom line, I was insulted and undervalued today with what was absolutely an unacceptable offer. This is, uh, then I had my face screamed in and then told I'm a failure and a clown. Unfortunately, I agree with neither of those. Yeah, I yelled in your face, and I told you you're a failure and a clown when I threw you out after you said you were going to fucking make threats about going to the med. You said you had 31 documented instances, like you've been some fucking narc and hiding or whatever even though there is no document instances again we run a tight ship a clean ship i don't know what the fuck you're talking about you're just bluffing All, a lot of people bluff on this bullshit once you get legal everyone wants to bluff about it but here's the proof it bluffs my apology for the threats i made are genuine and from the heart i'd never do anything to harm dark horse ever and i apologize for saying i would and for the record i don't have a single thing documented it's purely a fear tactic <laughs> okay you tried to scare me it didn't work bro you're a fucking bitch. All right, real quick. Here he is, Ryan Extracted, hitting up to my buddy, trying to tell him to stop trusting me because I'm a thief, sending him screenshots of the fake fucking 100 Grand Prix rigged message. And my buddy tells him, you got something to say. You know, you should know about it, right? But uh, yeah, he just goes off about my shit's fucking rigged and fake and I'm a thief and all that. Why are you saying this, Ryan? Because you're a narc and I know it and I have the proof. And you, okay, it's cool, bro. Back to Marcus and Quack begin calling breeders and vendors terrorists, post Muslim images saying nonsense. 
Marcus Broder is cult classics. I'm not even doxing him because he made a fucking IG with your real name because you're a moron. And, um, you know, he's talking about the real owner of blank. He's a hidden force behind Sunday Goods, Blank Genetics, and Phylos. You got to support America first. Because I know a, a vendor overseas who has dark skin complexion. He's automatically a Muslim now. Like, shut the fuck up, you stupid, racist son of a bitch. Tell Daddy Disney he raised a fucking moron. He raised an absolute fucking moron. Like, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Straight up. If you raise your kids, if you're wealthy as this and you raise your kids like this, shame on you, man. Spoiled, rotten, rich, little trustafarian little fuckers who are racists and fucking liars. Never get off your fucking couch a day in your life and done a real honest day's work ever. Fucking give me a break. Fuck it. It's enough. This is the part where I take my pound of flesh. This is what everyone's been fucking waiting for, right? Uh, this is where I dox you, Quack. It's been three years of fucking trolling non-fucking stop. This is when I ask my 64,000 followers to fucking send you dog shit in the mail for free fucking seats. That's where we are, right? That's, that's how this game works. This is it's 2020. It's time to get real. Where I come from, man, growing up, if you wrote a hot check to fucking Pizza Hut, they fucking put that shit on the wall, a shame, and you were fucking embarrassed for writing a $12 shit check. When you spend three fucking years trying to destroy someone's business and we know you're a narc because we've seen you in the documents and you're fucking out here with memes and trash for fucking three fucking years and you haven't stopped. I mean, this is just a few months ago. This literally is a few months ago when you started posting this Muslim shit or whatever. It's non-fucking stop. So without further ado, Quack. So your friend gave it to me, bro. Your friend. I know you think I got this address because you got seeds from a vendor and you got some sour diesel seeds and he leaked your address to me or whatever. We're all in cahoots against you. No, bro. This is your friend gave it to you because he knows you're full of shit. Uh, he's American, but you consider him a friend. I'm not going to tell you who it is. And we also know this is his real fucking address. This is the part where I fucking take these black boxes off and I say fucking... Fuck it. Let's just fucking have at this rat piece of shit. But you know what, man? I'm going to be a little bit better than you today. Just going to play this for you. Like, I've never met a hater that's doing great. Those people are all just losers. Just l fucking losers, you know? I mean, there's just no way around it. Look, life is fucking complicated. It's hard to get right. For losers, life is impossible. It's impossible. And so they go through life just angry and depressed and sad and failing at everything they do, but they still have a phone or they still have a laptop. And like, you fucking cunt, you fucking loser. And that's what you're getting. You don't even know this person. Why are they angry at you? Because they're angry at life because life has fucked them in the ass. That's why they're angry. They're angry at life because they got dealt a shit existence. They have bad genetics. They have a bad family. They have a bad job. They live in a bad neighborhood. They have bad people around them. They feel bad. Everything's wrong. And but they still get to talk. They still get to talk shit and they still get to type things, type mean things out. That's <laughs> that's why you can't read comments. I mean, fucking true, guys. Straight up. Um, let me move right past that, but uh uh, I just want to address this real fucking quick. Riot. Riot's bullshit lately. Matt Riot's been going fucking crazy on his lives with his scammer list, and he's got to fucking call out all these people, right? 
I got to question your ability to call anybody out, Matt Riot. And I'll be honest right now. Like, I'm not starting a fucking war. I like Matt Riot. Matt Riot's actually my fucking friend. You saw earlier in the messages that we text. We're, we're homies. I like Matt Riot, dude. Matt Riot's not a bad fucking guy. But, um, you know, I do just want to point this out where, you know, you were asked point blank about each person in this fucking story on your live the other day. And you said they were good fucking people. And that's the thing. You knew all this shit. You have all this information in your fucking inbox right now. You've had it for months. You know all of this story, but you're protecting them. And you're, why? Why? Like, straight up, why? Why, why would you not tell the truth? But you know what? Like, I just want to show, you know, right now I have friends. He wanted to work with me in Colorado. And uh, you want to work in Colorado? And, and you know, yes, I, I want to work with you on Riot Colorado when you have time to talk about it. I tell him, let's do it. I've always been scared to work with people. I see how you dealt with all of this, and I have every bit of confidence in you. You re reacted exactly how I would. I appreciate that, right? Then I invite you to Tommy Chong's eighth birthday party, bro. And here over here, Matt Ryan. I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be your friend. Fuck those clowns. I tell him, you know, we should probably do a podcast and burn the internet down, man. He's like, yeah, I'm ready. He agrees, whatever. Riot, man, like, just real quick. Y you want to fucking, like you know protect some people cool whatever i kind of get it and we'll talk about that in a minute but uh, you want to say i'm an asshole i get it you call me an asshole because i called you out on this shit privately in in messages and you didn't want to hear it because <laughs> it, you don't you don't want to hear it you, even though you already know the truth but real quick so the whole thing you're doing is about scammers right like bruce banner redux this is from matt riot $250 a pack, bro. You did pretty good with my shit, didn't you? Uh, OGKB to Strawberry Diesel. It's not OGKB, first of all. OGKB is not in fucking Bruce Banner, but cool. And then you come over here and you say it's uh, you crossed it from uh, your supreme version of your Strawberry Diesel. Our Strawberry Diesel is East Coast Sour Diesel to Strawberry Cream. Expect nothing less than Bruce Banner 3 on fucking roids. This shit makes that cut look like fucking Tinkerbell. Scamming? Scammers? Like, you, you have the gall to call people out about scamming on strains and having fake strains? The fuck is this shit? OGKB is not in fucking Bruce Banner. It's OG Kush, motherfucker. Like, what the fuck is this shit? But honestly, bro, again, I get it. Like, Riot, like, we are cool in the end. I don't really have a problem with you. I just think if you're going to live in a glass house, you shouldn't throw fucking stones, bro. <sighs> so this is officially my retirement as a Dana White of Weed. Fuck it. It's over, man. Like, I'm not doing this shit no more. You know, we have a handful of great accounts and great breeders that we work with. People give me their mails and obviously trust me with them. We put out seeds for many companies. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for all the people we work with. But... Basically, I'm, I'm quitting the working with you motherfuckers business because I don't want to work with you motherfuckers. I just don't. Like, it's nonstop bullshit from children, and I can't deal with fucking children bullshit nonstop. Um, and and here's, the, here's kind of the end of the story. It's like, why didn't I tell this shit earlier? Why haven't I told this shit? And the answer is this, man. This is the death of the counterculture to me, like at least me personally. I have to say this, and I'm, you know, I'm nervous to say it. I'm sorry to say it, but I brought this information, you know, to several high-profile breeders, 
And I told them, like, yo, what the fuck is up with this shit? Organized crime? Rico? Racketeering? You know, like, from a seed bank? What the fuck? And I was just looking at it like, yo, this is fucked. And a lot of you guys just went, eh, eh. You know, you got your money tied up there. And uh, this is why it fucking sucks for me. Because when you meet your heroes, sometimes they let you fucking down. And it's just like, holy fucking shit, man. Like, people don't give a fuck that there's a fucking rat in the hen house. They just want to make that money. And it, it fucking ruins, like, weed for me in a sense. I was just like, holy shit, dude. Like, I, that this shit has been inside of me for three fucking years. Three fucking years where I was just like, you know, looking around... A lot of people in the business that still fuck with this guy that yet know this information. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it fucking breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because I, I, I just think that we can be stronger as a community than letting people like this fucking fuck people around. But let's get one thing straight. Who's wrong in this story that I just told? Who's wrong? Let me answer it. Fucking everybody everybody's fucking wrong that's the truth everybody's fucking wrong and uh i had to come to grips with this because this is the part where i'm gonna probably blow some fucking people's minds but um i'm gonna forgive everybody in this fucking story that i mentioned i'm gonna finish it with a with a you know i get i'm just gonna forgive you I'm going to fucking forgive everybody in this story. And I'm going to ask everybody who sees this not to fuck with these people. You know, egos is a part of this fucking business. Machismo. Almost all of us breeders are males. It's 99% male. And uh, I'll say this much. It's just like dogs. You know, the dog pisses on a spot. The next dog comes up, pisses on the spot. The next dog pisses on the spot. We're all too busy pissing on each other's spots to fucking come together as a pack and do something worth fucking value and fucking take on the real enemies which is fucking corporate cannabis. You know what I mean? We're too busy pissing on each other's spots. We literally can't fucking come together to do anything at all except fucking fight each other. And I also want to say this about this fucking story. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by my fucking behavior throughout this fucking story. Um, I, I've told the truth the entire fucking time. I never fucking wavered. There's been a lot of lies out there told. A lot of people telling lots of lies. I never lied. But let me tell you this. It was my fucking ego, along with everybody else's in this story, that put these people in that corner because I couldn't fucking let it go. I had to push him in that fucking corner. I had to, you know, corner that dog to where he thought his only fucking recourse was to go to the cops or the police or file fucking, you know, restraining orders or whatever it may be. And, uh, you know, I'm not really going to apologize for what I did or, you know, my actions about that, but I am going to say I, I'm sorry for the fact that my ego plays the role in a part of this. Everyone's ego plays a role in a part of this. Um, this entire thing is about a fucking chain of emails where people don't understand it, but yet it turns into fucking, look, look where we are. Look what I've just told the story I've just fucking told you. Um, let's be clear. Gigi Strains is not a bad company they did nothing wrong here they literally did nothing wrong they've been bullied around kicked around dragged through the fucking mud you know rest in peace fucking lone wadi a legend um josie wales doesn't love me that's fine um you know I, I guess he says i didn't make him enough money through all this deal but i'll tell you this i apologize to josie wales 
And I apologize to fucking GG Strains because look at the partners I put you with. Look at what the shit I put you through with the people that I did trying to play Dana White a fucking week, you know? And uh, I'll just say this much. I don't, you know, I want to apologize to this plant. I really don't give a fuck about the people involved in this story. If your butt's hurt, then your ego's hurt, whatever, fuck you, I don't care. But I will say this, like, I'm going to apologize into the plant. The plant has given me fucking everything. And the way that we act around this plant is downright fucking disgusting. When I think about this plant, I think, man, it's given me fucking a career, income, you know, financial stability, fucking friends, stress relief, you know, community. Um, without this plant, I have no idea where the fuck I'd be, and I don't know that I could live without it. And I've done a disservice to this plant by fucking letting my ego get in the way of any of this shit. Um, and that's the thing. I chewed out several breeders for fucking with these people. The thing is with these breeders, I get it, guys. You're fucking broke. You got money tied up over there. You're not going to fucking join the troll army and fucking go against where your money's all tied up at. It sucks. You're in a really shitty fucking position, and I squeezed you, and I shouldn't have squeezed you. And if I squeezed you, I apologize. You know? Um... Again, I'm ending this thing uh, basically with forgiveness to all. Create genetics, you're forgiven, bro. I miss you. I do. Um, don't worry about the 10 racks. I don't give a fuck. Um, quack, bro, I feel sorry for you, man. I tried to tell you the fucking truth, legit, but you just didn't want to hear it, and uh, you decided to go fucking super slander, so it's cool. Uncle Fester, you know, there's a lot I could say about you, bro, but uh, I'll just say I'm not I'm not a fan of your ethics, um, the Sanjaya character, the antics, the bullshit, the nonstop lies, and all the other shit, but I forgive you. I'm just going to say I forgive you. I'm not going to go too deep on that. I, I will forgive you. I cannot fucking believe I'm sitting on this microphone telling you guys that I'm forgiving people who tried to fucking fuck up my entire business. Try to fucking give me 10 to 32 years in jail or whatever the fuck you did. Filed fake restraining orders on me. This motherfucker went to, to a court and said I threatened him with a gun. I don't even own a gun. He went and told an outlandish lie to keep me out of an expo. Like, again, I'm apologizing to this fucking plant. Um, and I guess at this point, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do a fucking AMA. Anybody has any fucking questions, I'll answer them. Um, I don't, I don't give a shit, man. I'm going to sit on this thing until I answer every fucking question. So uh, with that said, you know, fire away any questions you guys have pertaining to this story. I don't really want to talk about a bunch of growing shit. This has been an emotional night for me to sit here and tell this story. Um, but I do think, it, you know, it's, it's been very therapeutic for me to put this out there. And uh, again, do not attack any of the people in this shit. I didn't put your address out there for a fucking reason. I just want you to know I fucking have it, boy. And you can't just fucking be an anonymous troll out there forever. It will catch up to you. Um, even the seed bank that I kind of went real hard on, it's a great fucking seed bank, and I have a lot of fucking friends over there. And uh, I don't want to see that thing ruined. I don't. I really don't. Um, yeah, with that said, let's, let's go to questions. So I got the phone out. I'm about, I'm about 20, 
20 seconds ahead of you guys or 30 seconds ahead of you guys. So anybody's got any questions, like I said, I'm going to stay on this thing until anyone has, uh, everyone's got their questions answered. So I'm looking. <clears throat> if you miss the info, it most likely will be replayed. There's a chance I probably won't have an IG account after this because a lot of people didn't want this fucking information out there. Jason, what led you to this moment and why do you put this out now? I put this out now because it hasn't stopped. Um, unfortunately, I have to tell the whole fucking story to get to the part where I talk about quack and cult classics and the blackmail and the fucking the bullshit that went on there. It's like, I can't just come out the gate and say, oh, Quack's a piece of shit. The only way I can say Quack's a piece of shit is if I show the documents. The only way I can show the documents is to go back in the beginning of fucking the story. And to tell the fucking story, you know, like, it does make tons of fucking people look bad. So I sat on the shit for three fucking years because I was just like, fuck it. But the reason I'm telling this shit now is because you can attack me all you fucking want. I'm a big man. I can handle it. For real. I can handle it. But when you start attacking, like, vendors or people that are you know like friends of mine like nah man like i'll put an end to this shit now I, I i was in high school in columbine in colorado 20 minutes away and i will say this much like it affected me and i don't like fucking bullying i don't like fucking online trolling i don't even like drama we're never going to do a fucking show like this again i hope not i hope i never have to fucking go this deep on all this bullshit ever again but uh, the reason I put this out here, I guess now, um, was because it doesn't stop. It keeps, keeps going on. And uh, I've had enough. I've had enough. Um, I'm, I'm ready to fucking defend these people uh, that, you know, are being run through the mill for no fucking reason. It doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. You want to attack me, attack me. But don't go around and attack my family, my dispensaries I work with, fucking, you know. Just be a man. That's all I got to say. All right. Um, some of these questions are already answered in these lives. I think I will repost this again as the plan. Um, that's sort of the idea, just to leave it up so I never have to fucking go through this again. But, uh, yeah, you know, if... If you, if you caught the tail end, I encourage you to watch the whole thing back. That's all I can say, and you'll get the full story. Will I ever go on String Cheese Tour again? Shit, man, I probably should. Probably should. I'm not going to get into the specifics of the animal abuse. Um, I You know, not doing that. Project on Stoke done, I get that, but you know, guys, I, I kind of just want to talk about this story again. Maybe I answered everything because I just told a fucking two-hour word vomit, but uh, trust me, we will talk all about genetics and strains and more shit coming up on this show, um, coming up, but uh, next week, all that. But as of now, I'm. if anybody has anything to ask me about this entire fucked up situation, go ahead and ask me. Smoking on some Skittles. Doesn't make my nose run. Not a cokehead, just like some Skittles.
We're going to Chicago in September. We may go to Chicago, man. <laughs> Who did Uncle Fester murder? Come on, IROC. Nobody was attempted. Ninjas in there. I'm glad you did it. What happens now? I don't know, man. I really don't know what happens now. There might be some retribution from this shit or whatever, but as I said, I'm not asking anybody to go troll on my behalf. Um, if if I ever ask people to troll on my behalf, somebody punch me in the fucking face. It's not who I am. Why were they attacking the 100K Grand Prix? That's the thing, man. These guys just don't stop. That's why I feel like I had to fucking air the grievances, put this shit out there, be like, just knock it the fuck off already, bro. You can go your separate ways. Keep my fucking name out your mouth. Grow some decent weed. Post good pictures of pot. But you don't need to make fucking fake, you know, screenshots and or fake fucking messages and say I'm rigging my cup and shit. It's a bunch of bullshit, man. I will say this, that I hope this is the end of it, you know? Um, hope that we're, that's a wrap on all of this shit. Did all this fundamentally change how you interact with people on a daily basis? Bro, I got a tattoo of a knife in my back from getting fucked over five, six, seven years ago. What's changed for me is my, I have a short fuse for fuckery, which probably made this situation worse. Because when I see fuckery, like, I just won't put up with it. I straight up won't put up with it. And I won't fuck with you if you if you do. Any other questions? Talk Roid Rage next week. Maybe we'll do a show on Roid Rage next week. Where's the strawberry glue money did not reach RJ and family? Not sure what you're referring to. Um, we did put out strawberry glue. Um, we definitely, like I say, so sent a bunch of stock for, you know, the uh, essentially the when a loan passed or whatever, we donated it. Um, I'm not I'm not qualified to answer beyond that. Um, I don't really talk to Gigi Strains. That's another thing. You know, Gigi Strains probably unhappy with me for telling this fucking story. Um, they now have a great breeder they're working with and, you know, support them, support them, go buy their seeds, man. GG strains is fucking legendary. Um, you know, go support them. I have no problem with them, um, at all at this point. There's, there's, you know, we, we may not see eye to eye on everything. I'll tell you that right fucking now. I have no problem with those guys. Go support them. Stay out of the bathtub. I have no idea what that's talking about. Anybody else with any other questions? How much time we got on this? About five. So yeah, we did it in about two hours. We're we're towards the end of this thing. Any questions? Questions, questions, questions. I think I'm gonna have to sign this fucker off. All right, guys. Well, I will say this. Um, I don't really want to 
like have to rehash all this stuff or whatever. That's why we're putting it out there. And I, you know, I hope and I believe I told it as thoroughly as I could with all of the information, even the parts that make me look bad. Um, it's important to tell that part. Um, the truth sets you free, in my opinion, where you tell the whole thing. Everybody was wrong in this whole fucking thing in the end. Um, that's all I'm going to kind of say about it. But uh, yeah, it, you know, it, it put me in a place where it kind of made me check, like trying to be a Dana White of weed. I can move forward in business doing other stuff. But man, working with breeders is like herding cats. And I will say this, it's like when, you know, when I was an athlete in sport in high school, you know, when I attacked the floor or when I, when I came on the floor and I was playing basketball, like I had my chest puffed out and I was like, I'm the best motherfucker on this court. I'm going to cross everybody up and I'm going to fucking get 30 tonight and fuck everybody. You know what I mean? And I think that's part of that male machismo shit that we have, that we all bring into this business. And um, that's part of the fucking problem is that, you know, working with breeders is like herding cats. But I don't want to say all breeders are bad, man. Like, I have amazing friends. Amazing, amazing fucking friends. Um, so, no, it's not that we all can't get along. It's just the machismo of this business sometimes gets fucking ridiculous and the ego check gets out of control. Word, guys. I'm not seeing a whole lot of uh, comments. Let me double check the... Uh, uh, we're not even on Twitch and all that shit anymore. That shit keeps breaking. So I'm going to have to try to figure out if maybe we just do it on IG every week because it seems breaking and re-upload it. But uh, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, once again, there's an emotional story for me to tell. And uh, that is the story. So with that, I'm going to sign this fucker off. Uh, much love, everybody. Same uh, bat time, same bat channel next week with a much lighter content. We're going to have some fun and talk to some cool people and learn some cool shit. That's what I want to do on this show, not talk about fucking goddamn drama. Peace, everybody.